So today I want to talk about what I call embracing what is difficult. About six months ago, I was having dinner with a friend of mine, Alex, highly successful entrepreneur. Over the last five years, he built a company that's doing two or three hundred million dollars in sales from scratch. And uh, I was telling him a new idea I had for a business, and I just kind of offhand said, I don't know if I should do it. It's pretty hard. And he looked at me, and he was like, kind of incredulous, and he's like, Ty, no, you want to do it if it's hard. You only make money doing stuff that's hard. And it just clicked in my brain. I remember I had gone to a little fireside chat with Elon Musk. He's the found, one of the founders of PayPal. Um, he also started Tesla, SpaceX. He's one of the only guys ever to start three companies worth a billion dollars. And, and uh, what Alex said matched up with what, with what Elon Musk said. Elon Musk said, you get paid in direct proportion to the difficulty of the problem you solve. So think of it this way. You solve a hard problem, got a chance to make a lot of money. You solve an easy problem, you probably won't get much money. If you work at McDonald's, how difficult of a problem are you solving? You're handing somebody a hamburger and taking $5 from them. That's all you're doing if you're sitting there at the counter at McDonald's. Not a very difficult thing to do, and therefore, you're probably not going to make a lot of money. Well, for sure, you're not going to make a lot of money. Now, if you are like Elon Musk, and you start a company called SpaceX, and you figure out how to build spaceships and put people into space, well, guess what? You're probably going to be a billionaire. That's how the world works. You can complain about it all you want. I'm not here to uh, say what's fair. It's probably not fair. But I will tell you this, it's predictable. You can set your clock to it, the clock of your life to it. So I highly recommend you embrace what's difficult in every area of your life. I was uh, watching a YouTube video of this Tom Hanks movie. And Tom Hanks is sitting there and Gina Davis is with her husband. And it's a baseball movie. And Gina Davis says to Tom Hanks, I'm quitting the team. We're going home. And Tom Hanks is like, why are you quitting? Gina Davis goes, because it's just too hard. And Tom Hanks looks at her and he goes, it's supposed to be hard. The hard is what makes it great. There's never been a more profound truth about living an amazing life than what Tom Hanks says. It's supposed to be hard. The hard is what makes it great. You know, Daniel Kahneman, the uh, Nobel Prize laureate, he says uh, there's two kinds of happiness that we have. One's momentary, moment-by-moment happiness, and the second is memory happiness. He says, you know, Hollywood pushes the idea of moment-by-moment happiness. You try to be happy every moment of the day. But he says that's the weak, weaker form of happiness. There's another form, memory happiness. And what memory happiness is, it's what we remember achieving in our life, right? It's kind of like Martin Seligman, the professor who wrote all the books on positive psychology. He says there's three paths to happiness. There's that momentary one, there's the authentic one, and he calls the meaningful life. And the better ones, the higher levels of happiness that we can achieve in our life is when we're 
using our strengths and being pushed, being pushed, being challenged every day. So embrace the hard in your life. And let's talk about some specific areas. Um, You know, when it comes to the four areas that I focus on in life, which is health, wealth, love, and higher purpose. Think about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Greatest, you know, physique of any man probably ever. And uh, what was his key? Well, I'll tell you this. He learned that no pain, no gain. He learned to embrace what was difficult. He was lucky to have an amazing mom and dad. When he was a little kid, Arnold, like four or five years old, before he could get breakfast, his dad would say, give me three push-ups. So Arnold would do three push-ups. It was hard for him. He's this little guy. But then he'd get breakfast. And what was his dad doing? His dad was slowly rewiring Arnold's brain to associate challenging, difficult pain with rewards of food. And that brain was getting rewired every year. And guess what happened by the time Arnold Schwarzenegger was 18, 19, 20, 21. You know, he became the most in-shape guy in the world. Best physique. There's this interview with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I forget which movie. I think it's Stay Hungry. One of these movies Arnold did in the 70s. And Arnold goes, yeah, when I'm lifting weights and it's burning and it's hurting to push, he's like, that's like, that's like an orgasm. It's even better than an orgasm for me. Just think how profound that is. He'd rewired his brain, but pain was pleasurable. Think about in your life all the great things that you could have right now if you had learned that philosophy. Man, I think back in my life and I'm like, like Tony Robbins says, you want to generate uh, the ability to change? Contemplate all the losses that you've had because you gave up too early. All the things you gave up on. Just think, I'm here in Norway actually right now recording this. I'm here traveling around Europe, speaking at different universities. And and uh, man, how awesome do I think it would be if when I go down to the streets, I could talk to people in Norwegian. I'm like, damn, why don't I speak more languages? I know a few foreign languages, but, you know, like like they say about little kids. How many languages can a little kid learn? As much as you want to teach them. The only reason I don't know 10 languages, because when I was little, my mom said, Ty, why don't you learn this language? And I resisted because it was too hard. Why am I, you know, I play piano, but I'm kind of an average piano player. Well, it's because when I was young, my mom, one of my teachers, like, play the piano. And I was like, no, it's too hard. I want to go play with my friends. And boy, I built a bad habit. I associated pain with no reward. Change that. Remember what Elon Musk says. You will get paid in direct proportion to the difficulty of the problem you solve. So go out there. Find something hard. Start with health. If you go, man, this diet's going to be hard, learn to make that the most exciting phrase ever to come out of your mouth. Because you go, if this diet's going to be hard, it means it probably gives a bigger reward. Now, let me say, don't burn yourself out, right? You got to find the balance between sustainable, right? If you just go, I'm not going to, I'm going to work out, I'm fat, never worked out in a year. Now I'm going to work out five hours a day. That's not what I mean, right? That's logically doesn't make sense. You got to still use logic, okay? But the point being, 
Do not ever make a decision based on how difficult it is. Make a decision based on whether it logically makes sense. You want to make more money? Go learn a skill that you've been putting off because it's difficult. You want to earn more money? Be happier? Go read a book every three days. I know it's hard. As Tom Hanks says, it's supposed to be hard. The hard is what makes it great. You want a good life or you want a great life? I'm assuming you want a great life. Then go do something that all your friends give up on. Right? You know what is hard? It's hard to um, control your emotions when it comes to love life and social life. And to get rid of bad people in your life. Whether it be dating or friendships. And to have the courage to do that. And the courage to be alone for a little while. That's difficult. But guess what? The difficult makes it great. Think about Nelson Mandela. How happy he must have been looking back at his life. Spent 27 years in a prison for something that he didn't even do wrong. Right? He wasn't even in the wrong. Boy, he built... Tremendous memory, happiness by embracing what was difficult. And we remember him as one of the great people. The Nobel Prize winner. The person that changed the world. You can change the world too, but you can't change the world if you have the McDonald's worker mentality. You solve an easy problem, you're not going to do anything. You will not be remembered. Now, not all of us have to be Nelson Mandela or Bill Gates and solve that difficult of a problem. Uh, as those guys, we all have our, as John Wooden says, we all have different natural capacities. But you can do, like Jim Rohn says, you can do as much as you can do. I, I probably can never be as big as Arnold Schwarzenegger, as muscular, as healthy. But boy, I bet you I could be ten times more than I am right now. I might not have the mental capacity of Bill Gates to make before I was, uh, when I was 31 years old to make whatever he made, became a billionaire. He might be smarter than me, but I guarantee you I could have 10 times more money in the bank account than I have now if I'd embraced difficult things. Like Jim Rohn says, you want a million dollars? Go learn Russian. Go learn Arabic. Go learn Chinese. Not many people know those languages and know English and other languages. So automatically you're going to be in more demand. Your skills are going to be more in demand. All right. You want to have a better love life? Go do something that your friends won't do. Figure out what everyone else won't do and do that. One of my uh, first business mentors, Al Howe, he said, you know, Ty, in my experience, the difference between millionaires and non-millionaires is the millionaires just do stuff that everyone else won't. That was his experience in uh, working at GE Capital and sales was just... Some people will do a little bit extra and there's all the money. So embrace the hard. You want happiness? You want world-changing impact? You want the respect of your peers? You want money in your bank account? You want health and long life? Make sure today you figure out something you've been putting off because it was too hard. And make today the day. It's like the Native Americans used to say before they went into battle. Be brave. Today's a good day to die. That's what they used to say. Didn't mean they wanted to die. It just meant we weren't afraid to do what's hard. Because going into battle and knowing you can die, that's hard. And they used to embrace the hard. Today is the good day to die. And 
I don't want you to die today, but I do want you to say, today's a good day to do something I've never done before, to do something harder than I've ever done before. So this is my mentor tip of the day, what I've learned from my mentors, both in person and people I've read about as I read a book a day. And uh, I hope it's been helpful. Leave me a comment on what has been difficult that you've been putting off for years and years that you're going to start doing today.